Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hi, this is Jonathan, a.k.a. Roadblock, and I play Jonathan the Magic Muscular, the human wizard. Hi, I'm Jules. I am the rock gnome Bernice Q. Burns. Hi, this is John, a.k.a. that film guy. I'm going to be playing your half-orc barbarian, Carlton Tanks who was in fact raised by wolves, and is too enamored of ale, wine, and other intoxicants. Hi, I'm Jack Edithil, and I'm playing Travancore, a half-elf, archer, and the viceroy of Glenmar. And I am Lauren, aka Obocrazy, your humble DM, and welcome to Dungeons and Dragons and Drunks. Hello, Lauren here. Just a few quick words about this first episode of Dungeons and Dragons and Drunks. First, I apologize for the issues with Jack's audio. We've fixed them for the second episode and for the future, but it's pretty hard to hear him in this one, so sorry. Second, we're playing 5th edition D&D, so any alterations to how you prefer to play, just chalk up to house rules. Finally, if you like the show and want more, please let us know. Tweet at all of us individually, or at Dungeon Drunks. Now, enjoy the show. We're going to begin to actually play. How about that? Yay! Fortunately, my character's personality is very similar to mine, except like to an nth degree. So I just got back from the gym. I'm pretty tired. Actually, you guys just got back from a wedding. So the va- the, the group of you, uh, both separately and together, just had a fabulous time at the wedding of Jason and Eroda. You guys hung out in Boken for like a week. The orcs know how to party. The drinking, the dancing, the other kind of dancing, uh, the, the men with two backs. <laughs> <laughs> you know, pretty much anything you wanted. This was the party of the century, and you guys reveled in it. It was amazing. Potted and plant. N- now that it's been about a week, uh, you're finding that as everybody kind of gets back to work and the party dissipates and the orcs go back to their clan and everybody gets back to their lives, that you probably hung out here a little longer than you expected. And funds might be a little low after all the those 10 kegs of beer that uh, Roadblock bought for people. Uh, you know, that kind of dug into his, his back pay. So a couple of you actually know a gentleman in town, uh, in a town nearby, because Boken is... Calling it a one-horse town would be generous, let's say. It's a one-pony town. It's it's maybe half a pony. You yeah. there? You haven't even seen like a a, a donkey. It's yeah, they're half. Like a one dire weasel town because they're kind of small. Pretty much, um, but fairly close by, there is a larger town called Greenest that a couple of you know. In fact, uh, one of you actually knows a, a monk in town named Leozin. He is it me? Has are we brethren in Christ? <laughs> or brethren in Bay? <laughs> I don't know. Let's see. I would love for you to roll for me. Oh! Um, yeah, we're going to get this this rolling started. Uh, go ahead and roll me a history check. I do not know this man. I rolled see, a, we got a two, two. We got an eight, we got a seven. Jonathan rolled a 14. Jonathan, what's your intelligence modifier? It is a four because I'm a fucking wizard. Okay, Jules, the only thing that you know for sure is that this this is not a monk of your order. Uh, the other, Jack and, and John are just like, wait, what? Uh, who is this guy? Jonathan, you you know this guy. You met up with him a while ago. You remember him saying that uh, Greenest is one of those towns that's just large enough to have problems that need to be solved and just small enough to not have people around who want to solve them. So uh, going here would actually be kind of perfect. You're, you're pretty positive you can find yourself some work. Hey, guys, we, could, we should totally A-team the shit out of Greenest. I might need to pray about it. Well, we, we shouldn't sing because it's going to be way off. <laughs> also, after 20 seconds, we'll have to pay copyright fees. Okay, so you guys are going to head to Greenest? I would love to head to the greenest. I flex my way there. 
you pack up your stuff, you say goodbye to your friends, and you head on out of town. It takes a couple of days to get there. It's actually a pretty easy ride. I hitch my saddle up on top of Carlton so I can ride with ease. Perfect. Hold Carlton, on. are you okay? Uh, Carlton. Man, I must have been really drunk at that wedding because I remember you being a lot taller and more human. I, th- I know. It, it's, <laughs> that is some you powerful sorcerer's sweat. Drunk. That sorcerer's sweat just fucks you up, man. Hey, let's not talk about what happened and who turned into what. <laughs> Bow ties for everyone. Maybe a thorny point. Jack, you have some um, some flashbacks to greenery and the warmth of the sun. And you're not sure why. So with some mild ribbing, you managed to make it to, to Greenest in a couple of days. Uh, you get to town probably late in the morning and wander around for a little bit, asking some of the townspeople about uh, various... Various and sundry, you know, where's the inn? Where are the... Have you uh, heard the gospel of Queen Bay? Uh, I'm sorry, of, of what? Queen Bay. She's the uh, goddess no, of the I holy light. I don't need a pamphlet. Thank you. Fire. I don't need a pamphlet. No, and they, they run off. Carlton. They run off. It doesn't take you long. Uh, Jonathan, you actually remember where Leozin is staying. He is staying at... He's actually got a house in town. Uh, it's him and a couple of other monks from his order are staying there. Um, so you head off in that direction, and he answers the door when you knock. Uh, Leozin is an elf. He is kind of a, a tall... Uh, imposing figure. He's wearing some very simple robes, um, but he's very clean, very well cut. He kind of opens the door for you, gives this look, and says, do I know you? Bro, come on. We totally lifted that one time. Hey, uh, hey, I thought he knew you. Oh, yeah, you're, you're, um... Yeah, I knew you from that guy that we knew that that guy from. And if you want to roll an insight, you can see whether he actually remembers you or not. <laughs> uh, I can't. I can't see it. It's a two. I can't tell if he's if he's lying or not. Uh, you're you're pretty sure that he remembers you. You do introductions all around, and uh, he says, uh, "Great, yeah. Um, can I help you with anything?" Yeah, we're just looking for a little work. We have come from a wedding, and I spent way too much on beer. It, oh. It was, yeah, so I I need some scratch, bro. I need a job. If you've got a job, we could totally do a job. Well, I, I don't have any jobs, but, I mean, have you checked the job board? I'm listening. Well... Come on. And he he takes you guys towards the center of town where uh, you can actually see the center of town has a little gazebo where you suspect, you know, bands set up to play and events happen. Uh, There's a couple of stands around of people hawking wares, fruits, vegetables, weaponry, that kind of thing. And lo and behold, there's a job board. Anyway, there's a couple of things on the job board that you can see. Um, He starts to, to point a few things out. He's like, oh, yeah, don't pay attention to that. That's just spam uh oh take a look at this thing as he actually starts to point out some things on the job board for you to take a look at um along comes kind of a striking figure um you see a large bird approach uh she is about five feet tall she's got brown and red feathers she's got a backpack on her back that has a loot sticking out and she hurries up to leogen while you guys are looking at the job board most of you probably we haven't gone into languages yet most of you probably speak common so you don't understand the language that that she starts to babble at him in is it dwarven because i can speak dwarven it is not is it orc because i also speak orc it is Aarakocra. Do any of you speak Aarakocra? I would not have picked that language, no. No. I, I don't think any of you would have. I almost picked Draconic, but it's a good thing I didn't because somebody changed their character. Oh, uh, actually, it's Draconic. Well, that's some language you have there. And you talk like that all the time? Uh Oh, she actually, she kind of looks at you, gives you this quizzical look, looks back at him, says a few things in this this language you understand, and Leo finally says, in common... Uh, calm down, calm down. Soria, these are uh, my friends. What's up, Big Bird? Yes, buddy. Uh, she gives you this this kind of, hi, and in, in common continues to say, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I'll talk to you guys later. And she runs off. Um, meanwhile, uh, the DM has actually gotten the job board 
posted here. Hey! Wanted exterminators to deal with rat infestation in the Running King Brewery. Dwarves need not apply. We should definitely find the cat. Lost cat. We should go find noodles. Icky. Oh, can I figure out how to increase my range by 50 feet? I would love to do that. <laughs> Longsword fighter, increase your attack range. White bird with black paws is bouncing within 25 feet if found and returned to side the alert. Cats like rats, right? Cats like to eat those. Yeah, so I we can bet. go find the cat noodles and then bring her to the rat infestation and do the work for us. Actually, I was thinking she was probably already there. So Leosian sees that you guys are now well in hand. He uh, waves at you. He kind of gives Jonathan a, I'll, I'll see you later. Uh, I, I guess you guys know where I live. Uh, and uh, I'll, if you need any other help, I'll see you guys later. And he takes off and leaves you to read over the job board, which you can now see now. Um, did you guys... So if you can read it, I don't know if anyone wants to read stuff out loud, if you want to decide what to do. I like this capture cat to eat rats plan. I yeah, like the plan We go find the Noodles cat. and bring her to get to the rat infestation. Yeah, but where would Noodles be? I mean, I'm not going to spend my days calling after some flea-infested meowing thing that shits in your shoes. Noodles doesn't shit in your shoes. Noodles is lovable. She nuzzles. I think the cat's already there trying to eat the rats. So that'll make our trip finding the cat shorter, because we'll just find her there as we're looking for her. So we'll go look for her, and she'll be there. We'll look for her in the basement of the Running King Brewery. Do you oh, think never mind. Let's go to that. Let's do that. Here? I feel like this is important. Yes. We should, yeah. we should definitely go drink at the booze. What do you think, Jonathan, Magimuscular? I, I, think, uh, I think it has been a while since I've had a brewski. Totally go for a brewski. Forget what it tastes like. Is it good? Let's find out. It tastes like chlorophyll. <laughs> too soon. Very too soon. I wouldn't know what chlorophyll tastes like. It's like that man, as a person knows what blood tastes like. Your jokes make no sense, Carl. Blood is disgusting. Well, he's an orc, so be nice. He tries. I do try. All right, so it sounds like you guys are going to go to the Running King Brewery and, and deal with the rat infestation. All right, saddle up, Carlton. Let's go. Let's go get. Let's go get rats. Do you guys know where the Running King is, or would you like to ask around and try to figure it out? Would you like to just wander around? Uh, how's the weather outside, by the way? It's pretty nice. It's about sixty-five degrees with a light uh, wind coming in from the west. Chance of rain uh, partially in the evening. Chance of showers tomorrow with a high in the mid eighties. That happened. Well, if we've been here before, shouldn't we do an intelligence check to remember where the brewery is? Give me a history check. So I rolled eighteen. I rolled a two. Do you think it'll have a, a sign that says beer? All right. So we've got a fourteen from the Magi Muscular and an eighteen from Coralton. Okay, Carlton. um, or Carlton, sorry. Okay. <laughs> it looks like Quarrel. I want to say Quarrelton when I'm looking at it. The two of you confer for a second. You're like, I could have sworn it was west. I could have sworn it was southwest. I could have sworn it was east. No, 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 this way, this way, this way. Takes you a couple of minutes and you're pretty sure you're going in the right direction. You can see uh, you're actually headed to what looks like the tavern district. You've passed by a bunch of them. The Running King is uh, the establishment that you're looking for. Uh, you seem like you're in the right area. You see a whole bunch of taverns, a couple of inns, um, some other breweries, but um, you don't quite see it. Uh, who wants to stop a commoner and just ask somebody? I want to lean down from my saddle on Carlton and tap someone on the head. Probably somebody with high charisma, oh, right? Ah. Hi! Hi. Hi. C can you please point us in the direction of the Running King Brewery? Um, okay. Sure. You're you're actually pretty close. Just keep going down the street. Take a right, right there, and, and you'll see it. Okay? Thank you. And may the blessings of Queen Bay rest upon you. Uh, thank you. I don't, I don't need a pamphlet. And she goes running off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you follow those directions. You head on over to the Running King. And... Uh, the Running King is a brewery and a tavern. It's Ooh, um, pubs, I love it. so you've actually entered 
the the tavern portion it's a pretty nice establishment some um well put together tables there's a really long bar along the back wall that's staffed by uh three different bartenders all of them human all wearing all black uh with like this little tiny logo right in their in the the corner you know like the crocodile shirts except it's got the running king logo on it uh roll me some perception checks everybody so everybody roll your d20 and roll and add your charisma modifier so my passive my passive perception is 14 uh no this is your active perception so roll your that's a little different so i'm sorry we got a 14 we got a a two (laughs) an 18 i'm not paying i'm not paying attention I'm thinking of something else. Uh, those of you who rolled over a 10 or under a 10 are just like, beer! Yay! Uh, those of you who rolled over a 10 notice that the vast majority of the people in here, and there's there's not a lot considering you're here kind of on a, you've, you've arrived on a weekend, essentially. There should be kind of a lot of people hanging out, drinking and enjoying themselves. There's not a lot of people in here. There seem to be way too many bartenders for the number of patrons and everyone in here is human. And... As you approach the bar, you notice not only are they human, they are not giving you the the nicest looks. They're kind of glaring at you as you go I by. I gently slip off of Carlton's saddle. Okay. So that I'm not associated with an orc. Okay. Uh, you now are barely tall enough to see over the tops of the tables. And as you approach the bar, um, it's going to take a, a little bit of... I'm not going to make you roll for it because you're... I'm going to say you're used to it as a gnome, but I you're going to have to now climb up, up onto into... a bar stool. And I say, excuse me, do you all carry booster seats? No, you're being ignored. I think these patrons of this bar probably prefer the white hood types of things because they seem to be ignoring... People who aren't human. Well, I'm half human, kind of sort of. All right, don't worry, guys. I got this. I'm also half human, but I, I stroll like in, it. and I'm like, my my robes are cut to to show my to my my guns, so my I look a little weird, and I'm like, hey, fellow humans, I am also a human. Let us do human things. All right, are you talking to anyone in specific, or are you just pontificating in the middle of the room? I'm just pontificating in the middle of the room because I have no idea what's going on and they're shutting my friend. So I'm just like, and I rolled a four on my, on, on my last check. So I figure it has to be as bad as possible. All right. Uh, most of the patrons ignore you. They surly go back to their drinks. Uh, one of the bon- bartenders comes over. He's a slight human. He's got blonde hair, blue eyes. He's cleaning of one of the glasses. Is. Of course. He's cleaning one of the glasses. He's like, can I help you with something? You know what? Maybe it's Ross who can help you. We can handle a certain problem that we have. Hey, hey, hey! Was I talking to you, pointy ears? No. Um, excuse me, sir. I asked for a booster seat, like, five minutes ago. He glares down at you and he says, Does this look like the kind of place that's going to serve children? Um, have you never heard of the family... Friendly brewery. Have you never heard of the Running King? Why don't you run your little your little feet out of here? I don't well, like the way you're talking to my friends. That seems very rude, sir. Well, you can take your business elsewhere. I'm not paid to be nice to you guys. I'm paid to serve. Looks like well, all I, your business went elsewhere. I would like you to serve me one sorcerer's sweat, please. Um, Sterling, go ahead and roll me a persuasion check. Or yeah, Mr. Travancore. Nope. <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah. That's not going to do it. I, you know, the funny thing is, I can't have a plus one for Christmas. That's a two. That's a, that's a two. Uh, with a two, he gives you a very quick look when you mention rats, and then he scoffs at you and walks away. Can I intimidate him into letting us kill the rats? Uh, he's already walked away. Do you, do you want to go after him? I will go after him, because that's other... pretty intimidating to have a half-orc follow you to say, let me kill your rats for you. That's true. All right, so you so you kind of parallel him down the bar. He goes a few feet away. He notices that you're following him. He turns back to you kind of in anger. I actually hop up on top of the bar right. and walk well, down. Well, I'm going to cuz I'm also proficient in intimidation. So, I'm going to kind of let him know that we're going to take care of this rat problem for him. I'm dragging my mace behind me making scratches in the mahogany. <laughs> so, 16 plus 2, 18 with my intimidation proficiency. Carlton, what do you what do you actually say with your, Sir, your intimidate? You have four perfectly good humanoids here who could take care of this rat problem for you. You should let us do it because 
rat problems can tend to get a little bit worse if you don't take care of them, if you know what I mean. Wink, wink. <laughs> I make a really non-cute scowl, but it still ends up being cute. Because I'm a well, gnome. you know, he looks between the two of you and he looks concerned. He grabs one of the other bartenders and whispers to him. And then uh, says, all right, all right, all right. Just wait here. And you, kid, get off the boat. <laughs> the... Hop back up in the saddle. <laughs> I reach Hop down. back up in the saddle. <laughs> the bartender that went running off now comes back with another gentleman. Uh, he is, he looks to be in some kind of official garb. He's wearing uh, some pretty nice robes. He glances at all of you. He kind of scowls a bit and he says... So I guess you guys are here about the job. Yeah. And I'll have you know, as a half-orc, I fucking hate dwarves. And I saw dwarves not need that to fly, bro. I'm on your side. Okay, what's that thing on your back, then? That's a gnome. I'm a gnome. It's not a dwarf. Are you kidding me? Do I look like I have a beard? I'm hey, sorry. Well, you're Do racist. I look like I care? We're all allowed to have pets. Listen, listen. I hit him gently over the head with my mace for that comment. <laughs> with your mace. Oh my okay. god, oh god gently, no. Just adorable. gently, just a little love tap. <laughs> I I should make you roll to attack him, but I I, I won't just yet, yeah, but he's got normally a I'd be like, oh. he's basically naked. He's fine. No damage. <laughs> my dick hits harder than her mace. All right, fine. Um uh, follow me. And he brings you back behind the bar, back through a door that actually says employees only, down a couple of hallways into what's obviously his office. It's fairly simple, although, you know, just a, a couple of chairs, a big desk, a nice window kind of looking out on the greenery outside of Greenest. Uh, you do notice that his chair behind the desk is really plush. It kind of stands out from the rest of the room and he sits down in his chair and he kind of motions there's only two chairs in front of the desk so he kind of gives you a dismissive motion and you know go ahead sit however you want stand well i squat. can stand with the uh, gnome on my back and the two smaller gentlemen can have the seat uh so he introduces himself as alfred Rowland. He is actually the gentleman who is running the King, the the running King Brewery, and he sits back in his chair and he says, "So, so you want to kill some rats?" Yeah, yeah, we do. We'll take care hey, of that problem Alfred? for you, friend. If, if it means that beer is saved, we will kill whatever you want for the right price. Alfred, would you say your beer cellar is riding dirty? He uh, he glares at you. Do they he says, "There's nothing rolling? dirty. They hate. He, there's you. nothing." Dirty Alfred? about my business, child. Those rats my trying business. to catch you, Rod. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Alfred doesn't think so, though, and he glares at you. Uh, and then he pointedly ignores you and goes back to looking at the only other human in the room and says, I've been trying to clean this place up ever since I bought it, and these rats just won't go away. Frankly, I think that there might be sabotage. And while wouldn't normally work with just anyone, this has been a problem I haven't been able to solve on my own. So, 50 gold, you'll kill all the rats. Make sure they don't come back. 50 gold each, that sounds fair. 50 gold each sounds great. That sounds very generous, sir. We will make this problem go away. Not only it's got to go away, it's got to never come back. I need the source of these rats taken care of. Sir, I grew up amongst pack hunters. I will find their leader and I will rip out its throat. I'm about the size of a rat. <laughs> yeah, we can put her down the rat hole. She can definitely flush them all out with that little mace of hers. And make sure that one doesn't come back either. Yeah, yeah, all of you, we'll, gone we'll, after we'll this is done. He he seems, like, resigned to, alright, this is what's gonna happen. Leads you back out of his office, down the hall into the storerooms. The storerooms in the back are fairly expansive. There's a lot of barrels of beer just lined up, all stamped with the Running King logo on them. And he leads you over to a stairwell and uh, says, down there, that's where the granary storage is. That's where the vast majority of the rats are coming from. It's about three large rooms. Somewhere down there is where these things are coming from. You come back with proof that they're dead and you will get your gold. Okay, And then guys. you get out of here. So, 
Are we cutting their tails off or their ears off as proof? Uh, heads? I don't care. As long as they're gone. As long as they're dead. And as long as you don't leave their bodies down there. I got granary down there that's more, more valuable than anything any of you have ever seen. Sir, do you have a coin that we could flip for it? Tails are fine. Alfred leaves you guys um, at the top of the stairs. And uh, what do you do next? Uh, well, let's let's head on down. I Is it dark? Uh, as you start to head on downstairs, yes, it starts to get very, very dark. It's a, it's granary storage. And so there's very, very, there's basically light coming from upstairs. But as you go downstairs, it gets progressively darker. I light a torch. Okay. I'll hold okay. on to li- my light spell. in case. I was, yeah, it. I was like, I can cast light, but yeah, torches, torches are good. I put on my mage armor. Well, actually I have dark vision as does Travancore. So we can see up to 60 feet ahead of us. I think we do. Well, here you go. Light vision impaired people you can have my foot <laughs> hold on i'm a gnome i might have dark I'm yeah i, I cast mage armor and my ac becomes 13 plus i dex. do all right i don't know why i live with this now all you guys are fine well you know. uh, except for jonathan jonathan is just a, a simple human I can't see who cannot see here. in the dark all right so uh travancore lights a a torch and hands it off to the mage, and you all go tripping down the stairs. At the bottom of the stairs, uh, now that you've got a light source, you can see that it's a pretty disorganized uh, granary. There's supposed to be uh, hops and grains kind of bundled into barrels and boxes, and they're just scattered all over the place. Uh, go ahead and roll me in this room a, uh, if someone wants to roll a perception check to kind of investigate everything, or an actual investigation check, so... Alright, so 13 plus I'm proficient in perception. I roll a 15. Uh, I get a, uh, I get a 24. Nice. I got an 8. Oh, you, that was a <laughs> critical success. You see everything. And Travancore? I got 5. I'm up to someone's mind. Like, it said 18 on my screen, but then like someone else rolled that. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, I, it'll so, show you in the chat. Bernie and... Travancore kind of look around and go, man, this place is a mess. I know beer, right? Like hops and, and <laughs> stuff. Uh, Carlton, you kind of go off towards the right and check out where some of the, the hops have hmm. been stored. It's There's just hops scattered all over the place. There are some barrels that are still intact. There are a couple that look like they've actually, uh, with your rule, degraded from um, mold. It's it's kind of disgusting. Hey, guys, I say we don't drink any of the beer here. It seems kind of moldy. You head on over to the left, and you're looking at some of the grain, and you're pretty sure that some of these barrels have actually been smashed open. You can see evidence of uh, what looks like blunt trauma to a couple of the barrels. Um, you're even sure that you see splinters of wood just scattered everywhere, like someone intentionally smashed these barrels. Looks like someone's been in here causing trouble. Do you think it was the cat? I don't think a cat can wield a club or mace, because that's what did all this. Also, I don't think a cat can create mold. Um, dude, have you ever seen a cat puke? <laughs> it is pretty disgusting. It's basically it mold. And hair. Poor noodles. There are two exits out of this this room. There's one to the left and one t- one to your left and one to your right. Which way would you like to go? To the left, to the left. Everything you own. Queen Bay seems to tell me we should go to the left. Let's go left. Left it is. She says everything we own will be in there. To the left is a smaller room. It has uh, a couple of more more of those uh, smashed barrels that you can see. There's also kind of a workstation. Uh, as you enter into the room, it actually looks like this workstation might have been uh, kind of a brewer's lab. The All the equipment looks to be in, in fine order, even though all the barrels are smashed. And the the lab seems fairly untouched. Are there any vials that still have test beer in them? Uh, the vials all seem to be empty. Uh, but you can go on up and, and do a perception and take a closer look if you'd like. Nope. Nope. <laughs> I'm very short. And, and apparently this table is very tall. Yeah, I shall. It's... it's- Really hard to kind of peek over everything, um, and just as you kind of get your nose high enough above the table, you're going to breathe in a little bit of, of dust and leftover powdered burzies and, <laughs> and start sneezing. I, I like to do that Car- check then. Car- uh, sure thing. 11, uh, 13 plus fishing and perception, that is 15. 
All right. Uh, you take a, a closer look um, as your your gnomish friend starts sneezing and you kind of look over her head. And no, this this looks like it hasn't been used in a little while. In fact, there's kind of a, a layer of dust over everything. And you're pretty sure that's that's what caused it. Um, a lot of the vials have been empty. It looks like a, a nice uh, brewer's setup. As you're kind of inspecting a couple of the, the glass vials, you hear a... Guys, I hear a rat. Oh, God. We have rat sign. All of you turn around to see that coming out of the corners and out of the walls seems to be just these giant, nasty-looking rats with big pointy teeth and horrible claws, and you're all going to roll initiative. Roadblock, what's your initiative? Uh, that would be a 10. And Jenga? 9. And Jules? 13. And John? 16. And the rat? All right, the rat's got a 7. Which means... Oh, you got a four on uh, the screen. You got a four on the screen. Oh, did I get a four? Did it actually roll? All right, yes. we'll go with the one on the screen then. Carlton, you see a horde of rats screaming towards you with their sharp pointy teeth. What would you like to do? A horde is defined as how many? Uh, a swarm, in this case. It is defined as a swarm. This is like that time in um, the Nutcracker where the rats... I don't yeah, know. None of you I think I should probably uh, kind of, start cutting up Except the they're attacking instead of dancing. Or both. So you're going to go after them. You've got your big axe? Yeah, I got my big old great axe. All right. So roll an attack. All right. That is 23. Nice. Oh, oh, oh yes. That hits. And I hit for five. You hear it. <laughs> There's a whole bunch of rats just get smushed. I kind of like take instead of like taking my axe like uh, axe wood, I kind of turn a little side face and kind of go golfing with it, and hit a bunch <laughs> of them just flat with the axe. <laughs> a couple of them go smashing into the uh, the vials. A whole bunch of them are dead, uh, but the horde is still uh, screeching and crawling towards you. Jules, you are next. I want to make sure that there's no grain in this room. Though there is. There's grain everywhere. Those smashed barrels are just full of grain. You know, I don't think I'm going to be lighting anything on fire this round. Because I don't want to <laughs> light the entirety of the beer possibilities on fire. Which means I'm going to use my mace to attack. Okay. Oh, shit. 19 plus 4, 23. Oh, yes. You clearly yeah. hit. Your mace comes down on top of a whole bunch of rat bodies. Where you uh, know that, damage. that scene in, like, uh, Avengers where Loki has his little scepter and he just gets funk. It's kind of like that. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> You just bonk a whole bunch of rats. Do I need to do my damage roll? You do need to roll damage. So I roll a d6 plus, four, plus two, I think. I do six damage. Awesome. Uh, yeah, your mace is particularly effective uh, as it just comes down and smushes a whole bunch of rats. And you kind of have to shake off a couple tails as you pick it back up. Hey, guys, let's and... not forget to grab these tails before Keep we leave. those tails. Hmm. Uh, Roadblock, it's your turn. All right, I'm just going to move back a little bit. Actually, I'm going to stay up the front because my AC is 15. And that, from what They're I rats. understand, that's pretty good. So I am going to acid splash the, the rat swarm. Oh, shit. Okay. And is that an attack or do I roll a save for that? Uh, I believe that is an attack. Let me make sure. Okay. I shield my eyes in case there's any black splash. Yeah, Let's no see. one wants acid backsplash. I swear to God, if you get acid on my dong, I'm pissed. Ah, it is a it is a dexterity saving throw. So that would be, since their dexterity is zero, that is a 14. Really? <laughs> Does that hit your good, save? Buddy. Yes. And just to make sure, I, like, I wasn't close enough that I have to do a dexterity ro roll, right? No, no, no. Okay. Uh, no, it, it, no, it, there's, it, there's no, there's half. no half damage. All right. So you extend your hand and and call forth just this uh, torrent of acid in these little tiny droplets that just happen to miss and go in between every single inv individual rat, and they all kind of squeak and at you, but you don't actually hit anything. Uh, and Jenga, it's your turn. Arrows are the answer to everything. I'm going to put arrows in as many of these as possible, right in the middle of the pile. Make a rap kebab. All right. Rolling, 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 rolling. Oh, 13. With and my with, bonus. With your bonus, uh, you hit. Roll some damage. Okay. Four damage. Awesome. Um, you th 
you're actually your friends are really impressed because you know one rat one arrow into a swarm of rats wouldn't seem to do that much damage but you actually managed to like kebab three of these rats on one arrow it's really super impressive nice hey guys rat for dinner anybody want rat for dinner love five put them over the fire roast them (laughs) spin them all right it is the rat's turn so the horde of rats surges forward, and with it, they're actually going to go after uh, Carlton, because he was the first person to attack, and they're kind of dumb. So... Big. I big. My AC is 16. These rats tickle. Can he, like, pick one off and toss it? I rolled a 12. Okay. Um. So that's actually a 14 to hit. Does that hit your AC? No, I have 16. So they kind of just scamper up. I'm like, <laughs> it tickles. Yep. <laughs> they just, they're up and down your body. You can feel their little tiny teeth trying to penetrate. And they, they just skin. are. I look at him like, dude, that's creepy. Yeah. Like you're standing right there just watching this, these rats run up and down his torso. And it's disgusting. Um, John, it's your turn. I think I'm going to keep uh, taking my great axe against these uh, the swarm. You know, I kind of brush okay. a couple off, you know, and then grab my axe and go for that golf swing. <laughs> All right, attack. All right, and that hits for 18. That hits. All right, and that will do eight damage. All right. So uh, you bring your, you kind of golf swing your great axe around again and grab the vast majority of these rats and just fling them into the side wall. And all you see is these rats go against the side wall as they all just... Well, that's how you know they're done, like cooked spaghetti, right? When they stick to the wall, you know they're good. They're done. Well, and these don't exactly stick, but they they do leave a little bit of a a, a smear. There's a little bit of a smear as they all on down. Um, And just as you destroy that swarm of rats, um, you hear coming from uh, out in the other room, you hear another... And uh, actually, a second swarm enters the fray. Uh, So, Jules, you get to go next. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead with the mace because we still have that problem of lighting shit on fire. Yeah, lighting shit on fire is bad. And I guess if I burn down this fucking racist tavern, I'm never going to hear the end of it. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Human is right. Oh, goody. I got a 10. Uh, That actually hits. (laughs) <laughs> Stupid rats. All right, they have very low AC. <laughs> yeah, no. They they are just rats. They are just. There may be many of them, but. All right, I got a five. All right, you once again a smash down into this second swarm of rats and teach it the same lesson you taught the first. Just like. Ah. Roadblock, you're up next because they're gonna go after you. They're they're. I'm pretty sure your dexterity on, is better man. than the rats. Yes, I am going to. I, I am pissed, so I am going to do magic missiles. Uh, no attack, no save. You are using uh, your last spell slot, or one of your last, so... Um, yeah, it's my last uh, it's first work. level spell. Yeah, well, it's going to. Let's see here. Don't uh, fizzle out right. like that acid. No, this automatically hits. Magic, magic missile, in uh, historically, automatically hits. It just doesn't do a lot of damage, usually, which is why I'll have to look it up later. But for now, we'll just say it hits and it does damage. So four... Two, that's six, three, four, that's ten, plus four, so fourteen total. Excellent. All right. Uh, these little tiny glowing darts come out of your hand and uh, manage to like strike through several of each of them of the rats in the swarm and just pelt it um, until it's it's looking pretty shoddy. It's looking pretty shabby, uh, but it is going to actually retaliate since it is its turn. And it is going to try to swarm all over you, since you just did a ton of damage to it. Rat palliate. Oh, get out, shit. Oh, shit. Did I just get critted? I rolled... Oh, well, that's exciting. <laughs> okay. Fortunately, they are just rats. Well, I could just do that here. All right. Uh, Jonathan, you take six piercing damage. Ooh. I take it. Um, as dozen tiny little teeth pierce uh, what little armor you have and bite down into into your flesh. I look pretty bad. That's gross. Yeah, they are super unhappy with you. Uh, Jenga, it is your turn. 
Alright, is there a possibility, where are the second batch of rats in relation to the first? Are they, like, right behind? The first batch of rats is dead. They are completely disbanded. The second batch of rats currently is swarming all over Jonathan as he uh, attempts to not scream a little girly scream at being bitten by a dozen rats. Ah! Scream the girly scream! Ah! Let's solve the problem with more arrows. Okay. Roll me an attack. Are they on Jonathan, or are they just, like, around him now? They're basically, if we were using a map, they'd be in the same square as him. But uh, for the purposes of this game, uh, Travancore is good enough with his bow that he does not have to worry about hitting his friends. But they're not physically uh, on him. They're like on the ground now. Oh, they're physically. Oh, they're everywhere. They're on him. They're. Does Jonathan look like muscly brown Swiss cheese with blood? No, that's that's accurate. Uh, An eleven will hit. Go ahead and roll damage. I can't even see it. Well, uh, you hit, you rolled for uh, four plus two, so six. Six. All right. As uh, the fabulous Matt Mercer would say, how would you like to do this? Hit. Make sure they're off of his body now. All right. So I'm thinking that the uh, the arrows are thrown such a way that anything that's lingering around Jonathan's leg is up against the wall now. It pierces right through and clears his leg of of rats. Like other ones that don't see it probably scurry because he wants an arrow, and the rats would naturally scurry in the case of an arrow coming that close to them. All right, so you fire an arrow and you kind of um, lick one of the the shafts in just the right way, so it actually curves as. Wait it a goes minute! Hold after. on! Hold on! Hold on! I know. Crazy. Hush! 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 So that uh, it pierces a, a bunch of rats and then curves and almost curves around Jonathan and just completely skewers a whole bunch but, of rats. But an attractive, an attractive curve, not like a monstrous curve, just just a little curve. Just, to just give a it, tiny little Just curve. a little curve. Just, 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 a, just to give it some personality. Are you trying to say that his shaft went through his butt rats? I'm trying to say that he slaughtered those rats and all of the rats are dead. Oh, good. Because I did not want to have to try to hit you with an axe. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You guys have destroyed the two swarms of rats. You get a total of 100 experience for uh, to split between the four of you. So it's 25 each. Um... Just as you guys are kind of uh, recovering from this really gross battle and just, uh, you know, peeling rat parts off of everybody, you hear from behind you heavy footsteps. You hear, dish, 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 dish. And then you hear this uh, gruff voice go, hey, what you doing with me rats? And you turn around and there is a gentleman standing there. Uh, It's actually a dwarf. You see a uh, stocky figure. He's actually a little taller than uh, Jules, but shorter than most of you. Um, He is dressed in kind of plain workman's clothes. He's wearing this kind of weird skull cap that has twigs and leaves on it. And he's carrying a staff. His clothing looks clean, but you all notice a, a couple like leaves and twigs here, there, and everywhere. And he's just glaring at you guys. Hey! Hey! Get off my, get off my rats! I say, sir, are you here to bring me my booster seat? Booster seat? What you talking about, lads? You're doing just fine. Fuck you, dwarf. I killed all your rats. Fuck you, ogre. You shouldn't be killing my rats. Ogre? More like orc, bitch. Bitch? Do I look like a dog to you? No! Leave me rats alone. Do you even, who are you? What are you doing down here? Why don't we make a deal? If your rats leave this barley and stuff in this brewery alone, we'll leave you rats alone. That's the only reason we killed them. <gasps> you got hired by that asshole, didn't you? You, you got hired by that, that Alfred asshole, weren't you? Um, uh, yep. well, you oh. Do you know what he's been doing to this place? Do you know what he did to me and my kin? Do you even know what he's done to this town? No, but we're listening. But if you give me a booster seat, I promise I'll hear you out. Uh, he looks around and notices that one of the barrels sitting there is like half uh, sheared off. Uh, it's a, it's about two or three feet high. He grabs it and comes over to you and sets it down in front of you, kind of like a makeshift stool. Uh, and says, there you go, lass. Have a seat. All right, let's talk. Have a seat while I tell you a story. That asshole... He bought the bar. He bought the bar from my friend. My friend's a nice woman who took care of us. And as soon as he was in charge, he fired everybody. Anyone who wasn't a gersh human. Ugh, all the dwarfs, all the tieflings, all the elves. Yeah, even you, you ogre. He fired one of you. Ugh, whatever you are. 
Half orc, by the way. The, a half ogre. He fired all of us. Brought in his cronies. Made this place a dump that it was. And here you are doing his dirty work. We're broke. Gentrification is a serious problem. Nobody's saying it isn't. I don't even know what that word means. Look, um, we're not trying to like, we're not trying to like, Uncle Timothy here, but like, we're broke. Uh, certain people in our party, I'm not saying they're human or anything, they spent all of our money on beer that we might not all have drank in equal amounts. So we really, really need this gold. Uh, Jules, go ahead and roll me a persuasion check okay. because this druid is looking like he'd rather uh, whack you over the head with okay. his staff. I have a plus one charisma. Is it 20? It's a d20. It's always a d20. It, yep. Every time I ask you to roll a check, it's always going to be the d20. Okay. So <laughs> seven. But I'm really cute. Okay. And I'm on a booster seat. <laughs> <laughs> your legs are just kind of doing this. He considers your words... And he can't help but be enamored with the fact that he can look you eye to eye now that you're you're sitting and he's standing and you're on a, a, a taller seat than he is. I bat my eyelashes says, a little bit. He says, listen, lass, I would love nothing more than to pay you, but I've been out of work for weeks since this, this place got taken over. But I am close. I am so close to running him out of business. Once he's gone broke, He'll have to sell the place. And my friend, my friend is going to take over and hire us all back. And I bet if she was to find out what you had done for me and I and our kin, she'd be willing to pay you whatever that arsehole had decided to pay you. Which is, oh, 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 you think she has enough money to buy the bar and pay us the hundred gold coin each that he promised us. Oh yeah, one hundred, definitely. I'll go ahead and roll me a persuasion check. Carlton. Alright, uh, that is charisma. That is charisma. Fifteen. Boom! <laughs> he scratches at his beard and says, Aye, that is a large amount. He is uh, not happy with those rats running him out of the ground. He wants to save his business. And you can't put a price on putting a racist out of it. No, you really can't. Aye. Aye, that is true. Well... I can't promise money that I don't own, but I promise if my friend owns this bar by the time the week is out, then I'll talk to her about a hundred gold for each of you. But leave me rats be. We, we promise we won't kill any more rats. It sounds like we have a deal here. Sounds Let's like shake lovely. on it. Can you make sure your rats leave us be? Let's shake. Wait. In the muscular Hold way. Hold on. Bargain's only there if the rats don't attack us. Look, I'm sorry. Oh. It's like half my size. If it comes out. If you me, are going to leave, lass, I'll make sure that no rats even come within a hair's breadth of you. That's actually not a lot of space. Well, there's not a lot of space down here. He spits into his hand and holds it out. Uh, man, man. Who's, who's shaking? Uh, we're all, we're all shaking. We're all shaking. Uh, we're all shaking. Everybody all right. put our hands in. Uh, he introduces himself. As as you all exchange spit in your hands, he he um he introduces himself as Belden. He says that he's been he used to work here for about five or six years before he got run out, and he shows you kind of the back way to get out of this place, so you don't have to go up and through the main part of the brewery. Wait, are we leaving? Hey, Belden. Well, question for you: Is there a bathroom yes. down here? Because I really have to pee. I want to kind of gather up the rat tails we have killed and lower our people into a false sense of security. Oh, yeah. Let's go get paid and then get paid again. I, what? No, no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. She, 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 she. I, she whispers I that in Belden, my ear. Yeah. I tell Belden, hey, so I, I'm really sorry we killed these rats. I, it was a big misunderstanding, but. Well, thank you. Let us the clean guy, this mess for you. The guy really wants rat tails. These rats are already dead. They can serve another purpose again to lure our foe into a false sense of security. And we can kick him a little bit more at while he's down. Not only does he lose the bar, but he loses the gold he pays us. Listen, listen. I understand. I understand. It was a big misunderstanding. But my friends deserve to be buried with honor. You're going to take their tails. No, yeah. I, I, I grew up in the woods amongst the wolf. I respect animals. I mean, they did attack us, so I did have to hit them pretty hard with my axe, but I will give them a proper burial where the sun will shine on them for eternal life. 
And what could be more honorable than using their sacrifice to shame and rob? Travicor, shut the fuck up. Travicor, shut up. He's not buying it. <laughs> I will bury them so that the goddesses of nature will be look upon their rat souls and the sun will shine on them forever. They will get a proper can, burial. Can we borrow them? We'll, 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 we'll return bring them, them back. If, if, that's, <laughs> if that'll work. All right, wait, wait, wait. Hold on a second. Carlton and Travancore, I need you both to roll me persuasion checks. 17. <laughs> it's up, it's good. 16. So he gives you this long look. He's kind of ushered you into the main room. And he's t- he was starting to take you behind some barrels that now that uh, he's led you there, you can actually see are leading to what looked like a secret passage. And he, he gives you this, this kind of calculating look. And he says, wait here. And he walks into the other room. And you hear some, some sounds. You hear some... And you hear him go, I know, I know, it'll be okay. It's, no, I understand. He comes back with five rat tails in his hand. Okay. Um, and he hands them over and he says, this, this is, you swear to me that they're going to be buried. I will bury the rat bodies. And they will. The sun shall shine upon them. I got the bodies. You take the tails. You take the tails. You want me to bury the tails? <laughs> we'll bury you the tails. You take them. You do what you need. Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Don't make me slap you with my axe. He says you can take the tails as long as once you're done with him, you prom- you promise to get them buried. I'll take care we, of the rest we, of the rats. We promise. And then you leave us alone. Yes. Deal. Sounds good. I will come and find you. Where are you staying? Um. Upstairs, uh, I think. <laughs> Uh, Actually, where are we staying? I guess, I guess. We can't we stay here because they're Jonathan, fucking racist. Jonathan, aren't we staying at your friend's house? What was? Oh yeah, we are staying at my yeah, friend's Leosin's. house. Yeah, Leosin's. I, I tell I tell them <laughs> my friend's address. Uh, he he gives you this look and he says, "Leosin, oh, I know him. Yeah, he's a good lad. Find, find, find yeah. man, find man. Any friend of his is a friend of ours. Excellent. Okay." He hands you the tails and he ushers you out what uh, is kind of a long, kind of dark, dank tunnel. Goes uh, a few feet north, kind of a few feet east, a few feet north again. And then there's this wooden stairs that heads up and, and uh, takes you out the back of the brewery. And he ushers you out the back door and he says, one week, I promise. And this place will be glorious again. And he slams the door behind you. All right, so if we don't get paid in one week, the hundred gold. We fuck up his rats, right? Uh, yeah. Well, oh, hold on. We're not vengeful, but we, here. So here's let, let's lay it out. So we're gonna take the rat tails. We're gonna go back to Belden and say, "Hey, so these are all the rat tails we could we could." Uh, Belden was the dwarf you're talking we're about. Alfred. Go back Alfred. To the we'll take it back to the guy Alfred who owns the brewery. And say, look, so fire and acid was used, so we really couldn't recover a whole lot of tails, but we got these, and we totally got a bunch of them. Which and is they true. Were big, like we, all of them, totally got all of we them. We got they all were, of them, and they're not coming back. That's that's what, what about that's like seventy-five percent other... true? But yes, yeah, we didn't want to. T- like, we're trying to convince Belden that we are taking a loss and helping him by not getting paid by that guy, even though we're totally gonna get paid by that guy, <laughs> and then and then Belden's uh, uh, patron will pay us. I just think, I mean. I, we're just, like, bleeding this asshole dry, so I don't understand what's so he's wrong He's an asshole, that. so it's fine. Like, he's human. He's human. He's, he's human. not that anyway. If you come with us anything, he may not pay us anything at all. Yeah, well, that's why I will do the talking. So, how much control do I have over the, like, fiery spells? Like, could I theoretically, like, burn things without burning other things? Do you want to burn Alfred? No. You've got control over your aim. You've, you've got a lot of control over your aim. So if you say I'm attacking this thing, uh, then you absolutely can. Uh, however, uh, if it's fire, fire, and not like sacred flame, not like your radiant spells, but if it's actual fire that's going to set things on fire, you might not have a lot of control You're over where I that mean, fire goes after it's I mean, I have this box. And I mean, theoretically, if we want to put them out of business, we could just burn all the grain and hops. That's a little chaotic evil. I'm just saying, okay, look. That is a little chaotic evil. Revolutions don't happen when people are nice. Go, Jules, go, go ahead and roll me an insight check. Roll your d20 and add your wisdom modifier. This is so fucking fun. (laughs) I got a seven. Wait, no, actually, I got a six. Plus your... Oh, wisdom. Your wisdom is a minus one? Oh, hold on. Hold on. I rolled that all wrong. Okay, we're... Yeah, not your intelligence, your wisdom. New roll. it's still a d20. New roll. It's still Never a mind, we're going to okay. go with that 7 plus 2, <laughs> which is going to be a 9. 
<laughs> okay, you're pretty sure that uh, Belden's friend, whoever she might be, would have a hard time paying you if there is no brewery, burn down the brewery uh, left guys. because you burnt I'm it down. I'm just going to burn the supply. How about we burn nothing? In How about we burn Alfred now? <laughs> Okay, well, let's just see if Alfred pays us then, and we'll decide how we're going to ruin him after that. Yeah. You guys head back in through the front door of the tavern, which, once again, now everybody's giving you weird looks, although for this this time it's more of, wait, didn't you just come in? What's going on? You all kind of march back uh, over to Alfred's office. Nobody stops you, although they're... I look bloody. I look fucked yeah, up. Yeah, you've been like hurt. I, You're all kind of covered in rat parts. Uh, the concerned looks are are half. No one saw you leave, and so how do how are you coming back? And ew, what's that smell? Like oh my god, god that that guy smells like ass. Oh. We came. We saw. We kicked its ass. Um, he, you guys march back into Alfred's office, who is, uh, still sitting at his opulent desk with his chair, looks up to see you guys enter, is kind of shocked at your appearance and says, what, what, why are you guys back already? Uh, well, we killed a lot of rats, all the rats, and they're not coming back. Uh, we, all of them? We did you, so we had to use some pretty, pretty awesome arcane and, and divine magic divine magic because of our magics not a whole lot was left but we got the job done here are some rat tails as proof and obviously you i've been in combat. covered in rat guts he takes the rat tails and he he's there's only five here as i How said do i know that you got them all well, as i said look at my axe covered in rat parts my face i don't want to look at your axe right. i don't want to look at your I face i am a powerful wizard and i cast light and i say i am a powerful wizard my magics, shut up, shut up. My so, buddy here is like oh my god, even Swiss cheese. I cast light and I say I am a powerful wizard, and my magics leave few remains. Alfred looks at you and snaps his fingers, and uh, a little orb of light appears over his head. Uh, one one that you recognize actually as, as a, a very specific, a very specific spell, and he says, "You know, I took over this brewery." Because I'm a smart man. Don't ever take me for an idiot. I, uh, I So roll me, wait, wait, roll me a persuasion check with disadvantage. Uh, a 12. And a... No, no, I rolled a 9 and a 15. I took the 9. My charisma modifier, it, since I'm a human, it got bumped up 1 point to 16. And is actually a 3 modifier, so it's 12. Okay. Uh, he glares at you and says, where are you staying in town? <laughs> We're at his friend, Leogan, or Leaf, or Legolas, or whatever. Uh, Leozans? Yeah. yeah. We're at Leozans. I, I, I know him. I know that half-elf. All right. I'll have my men go downstairs and check everything out. If your story checks out, there will be some gold headed your way. Excellent. We await I'm the gold. Thought this Thank was you. pay on delivery. And he he sits back and basically dismisses you. He just looks down back at his sheets and everything, and you can leave. And we do so. I, I'm All right. back up in no, the saddle. No, 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 no. So you... <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you guys are going to head back over to Leozen's and try to convince him that you're actually staying with him, because yeah. I don't... Remember that actually happening. I say we don't say it, Leo, just so that all, when all this shit comes back to bite us in the ass. <laughs> okay, we're so not hold, there. On, hold on, hold on. Wait, I what, say we take a quick ends, potty what break. What ends are in sight lines of Leo's? Can I pee? Really gotta yes. pee? Okay, so do yeah, I. Go go pee. Take I, take I am actually going to use the restroom at the uh, Running King Brewery. Just a little, little, little fuck you to uh, Alfred there. Sure thing. <laughs> He's well, gonna blow that shit up. Literally. Uh, so you guys. Take care of your business and head on back. I took care to, of my business. You you took care of some some business and head on back to uh, Leozin's house. Leozin's house uh, and knock on the door. And he's a little more awake this time and comes to the door and is surprised to see you, especially in the state you are in. It's kind of covered in rat parts, and uh, Jonathan is is looking a little worse for wear. And he says, "Yeah, can I help you again?" 
Hey. Hey, buddy. How's it going? It's uh being a very interrupted day. Can I help you with anything again? Actually, you can. Turns out we need a place to crash for like a week or so. And I realize we're putting you out, but it would we would it would be a solid, bro. It would totally be a solid if if you could let us crash here for like a week. We'll do chores and uh we'll spring for beer. Beer's good. We'll we'll totally we'll yeah, totally uh, spring Alfred for beer. The running king owes us one, so shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Well, he's not a racist. I, I, go ahead and go ahead and roll me a persuasion roll. Not everyone knows needs to know the details of our plan. Go ahead and roll persuasion. Just Jonathan, since he's apparently the one taking the lead here. He persuaded the fuck out of him. Yeah, I did. That's a twenty-two. If you were if he were a lady, he might want to go home with you tonight. Oh yeah. Maybe. He might still want to go home with you. <laughs> I was that fucking <laughs> persuasive. In fact, <laughs> if all goes to plan, you will be going home with him tonight. No, that's literally the plan. <laughs> Is his name Hector the Wellendale? Shut up. <laughs> he strokes his beard. He says, "Well, um, so this." This isn't my house. This is the retreat for my order. So I, it's not like I can just let you stay here like an inn. We're not, we don't rent out rooms or anything like that. But uh, I happen to have some spare rooms available. A couple of my order are not here at the moment. And I, a friend of mine could use a favor so if you would consider doing a favor for her, I I would let you stay here in recompense. That sounds like an excellent deal. What's and a favor? Is it of the sexual nature? That's <laughs> no, okay, it sure. is not. Is, is he, looks, another... he looks a little insulted no, by sure. your I'm, insinuation. I'm not down to do sexual I think to, I think to myself, is this another <laughs> step in the scheme to displace a certain racist bar owner? Because they were both both females. Involved. Are you are you asking no, or are just you that allowed? Okay, not allowed to yourself. To yourself, very quietly. You can mumble. I mean, well, Leozin doesn't hear you. He ushers you on in. Uh, he starts to show you uh, a couple of rooms that you guys can stay in. They're very simple rooms. Um, just a bed and like a writing a desk. Yeah, it's better than sleeping outside. You you basically get a it, it's it's clean. I mean, it's it, they're basically monastic. Um, a little more more than monastic uh, rooms, a bed and a desk. There, he shows you where there's some bathrooms down the hall, um, and says that you know I'll I'll get into some specifics later about what you can do for Soria, but for the moment, why don't why don't you get cleaned up because you kind of smell, dude. So uh, you take some time and get yourself cleaned up, and do 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 a couple days later, there's a knock at the door, and uh, you recognize uh, two, one of the two figures that's standing there. Uh, one of them is your friend Belden, who hey, is Belden. kind of looking the same, kind of in his, his simple garb, uh, still has his staff. Uh, he's got this big, bright smile on his face, and he's standing next to this tiefling woman. She is an incredibly tall, imposing figure. She is wearing a, a very elegant... A very uh, tightly cut leather armor. Um, she's got. Uh, if you, some of you might never have seen a tiefling before. She's got the the shocking red skin and the the black horns uh, with kind of some very stylish jewelry on them. As as you open the door, uh, she she looks at Belden and says, "So are these them?" And Belden says, "Yes, it's them." Um, and they kind of just walk on in, despite the fact that, you know, this isn't your house. They, they join you in the common room, uh, and she sits down without being asked and says, (laughs) yeah, she's already seated. She's already crossed her legs kind of regally. She says, my name is Doravin, and Belden says that it is because of you that I now own the finest bar and tavern in this city. Well, there was a little bit of miscommunication at the beginning, but yes, we met with Belden yeah, and yeah, we totally we got discussed it. it. We totally and got we it. Settled everything up, and he uh, made some. Uh, we made some deals. That is that is quite excellent. I am very pleased to have this place back under uh, control. 
of somebody who's not going to be so limited on who they serve. Do you not agree? Oh, that guy was a total asshole. Are you going to be providing booster seats? Uh, Belden speaks up at this point and says, Oh yes, lass, there will be places for everybody to sit in the new Running King. All right. Good job, Gigantor. Anything we can do to build a freer, fairer world. Uh, so Dorveen reaches into her, her pocket and pulls out a, a small bag of coin and says, I understand that there was going to be a payment for you. I understand that your original price was 50 gold per person for getting rid of the rats. What? Is that not so? It was actually 100 for getting rid of the rats. He was very intent on keeping that bar his. Oh, because as I looked over his paperwork on his desk, which um, is now my desk, I, I saw the contract written up here. I, I would assume that the unflattering names here listed are yours. And she pulls out a piece of paper and on there um, is written kind of in, in some, some bad handwriting, um, smelly ogre, 50 GP, half arch, arch, archer guy, 50 Human, 50, uh, runt, 50 GP. I hop up I mean, this kind of asshole would cook the books, wouldn't he? Yeah, I hop, (laughs) I go, I can't believe that asshole tried to cheat us out of half the gold he owed us. She laughs and says, so I have a lot of reputation building to do to get the, the tavern running as it should be. Here is the 50 gold that you were promised. I believe, at least at first, I can sweeten the deal. And I believe if you would like to, say, partake in any of the beer or food at the Running King Tavern for as long as you stay, that would be on the house. Do you think that not fair, Noel? May I have a quick aside with my compatriots here? (laughs) <laughs> hey guys, if you must, I think and we she sits back and she starts gold. to party huddle. That's fair. Fair party. exchange is no robbery, but you know what? We're enterprising young heroes for hire. I say we keep this business line of communication open. They'll have future business. We should try and encourage her to use our services in the future. I definitely drink more than fifty gold coin. I was about to say, I, I, I think even if we couldn't, even if we were going to lose money on this buffet, we, we want to keep this chick happy. So yes. I am down. Well, it looks right. like you assholes are going to run out two bartenders in one week. You, you, any of you remember the wedding? You're going to drink this, this <laughs> poor woman out of business. But yeah, if I get no, at least 50 gold out of it, it'll be fine. 50 it'll gold be fine. You better have a booster seat. So have you come to a decision? It seems like a very, very fair offer. We accept your turn. I agree. She pushes over the bag, and you guys count it, and it is some total of 200 gold. And she stands regally and says, Yes, I believe I will be calling on you again in the future. Thank you. And she walks out. Uh, Belden kind of gives you this excited wave and walks out after her. So we're just opening up all the side quest options here. We're, t- we're talking to everyone who needs, like, their cat found, and... So next time your monk friend has a job for you, uh, your new tiefling friend might have a job for you. Uh, who knows if you're going to go after a little kitty, and who knows what's going to happen next to this brand new party of adventures. Woo! Yay! Yay! Thanks for listening to our pilot episode of Dungeons and & Dragons and & Drunks. We've fixed the audio for future episodes, recorded a few more sessions, and I think you'll really enjoy them. Make sure to follow all of us on Twitter, especially at Dungeon Drunks, and let us know what you think. See you next episode. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.